0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member of FDIC.
1: Good afternoon and welcome everybody. This would be the Jeff Cameron Show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio and Award Champ TV. Great to be with you. Happy Balls McWednesday everybody. Come on in here. Let's talk it up, huh? Let's have some fun. I'm Jeff. That's Tom, Victor Matthew in the house on Twitter. It's at J Cameron Show. Don't forget that if you're watching on WarChant TV, I love right. you. <laughs> uh, just uh, share all that love with everybody else. Just hand it out. There you go, everybody. You should be watching this. I know you're at work, Dan. Anyhow, that's how. Uh, that's that's how that should work. Remember when I used to give that email back in the day at the start of the show, Tom, that I never checked except for on Flag Day? Um, yeah, yeah. I got I to gotta do that again. I got to do that again. We're going to have to.
0: You need to create one then. I got to create JCS one. JCSFlagDay at gmail.com. That'd How be, about that?
1: It'd be really hilarious, and I really should do it. And then that way I could give it out there, and the people who are insiders on the show would be like, oh, I remember when he used to do this. And there was that guy that I sent an email to seven years after he sent me an email. And he was like, this is awesome. You did. You responded seven years later. (laughs) Uh, I didn't think I I was like, oh, this is going to get rejected. Like, it's going to come back. This guy's moved on. There's no chance. And he was like, hey, man, it's flag day. Thanks. (laughs) Oh, that's great.
0: I'm a man of my word.
1: Well, what was funny about it was I used to go and it'd be a day where it's like pouring outside I've got jazz on my speaker at the house. I'm sipping coffee. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going into work today. I'm gonna I'm gonna check the flag day emails. Let's go see what we got. Oh man, this one's from twenty eleven.
0: <laughs> How do you define jazz, the kind that you like? Of course it's not smooth jazz, but I'm just saying, do you like the busier sound? Do you like the slower sound? Fewer uh, both. instruments?
1: Both more? I like both an awful lot. Uh I don't need it. There's not like vocals? Uh no. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, no. Uh I don't. Hmm. So no, I. You know, I. You. You think about the old bebop sound, like the early jazz, like that kind of stuff. That's a different thing that you would. Yeah. Then you would. You wouldn't compare that to like a. You know, a downtown San Francisco dawn club type thing where it's right, you know very right. 1950s or something. You're like Cat, Yeah. Ragtime. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. the New Orleans kind of sound, no. which is
0: you know ragtime ish.
1: Yeah i know it's 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 weird because it's improvisational, so it's hard to define the jazz is in, in that way. I mean, there's some clear parameters, obviously, but uh yeah I don't no, I like all of them it depends on the mood, all of the styles that is you know it depends on the mood uh, if I want to relax if it's you know. I, if I'm I'm sitting back, I, I'm not here. I'm not listening to something like dun, 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 you know, like, 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 right, you know, you know right. I'm not doing oh, that. Big band, yeah, yeah, yeah. A like, big yeah, band is yeah. very different, you know. Uh, by the way, as a side note, if if you didn't watch the Ken Burns documentary on jazz, it was phenomenal. Hmm. You'd like that. You can find that anywhere. I'm not Ken Burns' agent, but I'm just letting you know. No, but I'm
0: sure it's comprehensive and good. It's that's, thorough. That's what he does. It is thorough. That and wear hair pieces.
1: The worst. The worst hair pieces of all time. You know, he accomplished something. I'm going to say this before I get into answering these questions. It's like the Lego piece that you snap onto the head. He accomplished something, though, and this is what it is. It's akin to the big lie. So if you make it so absurd as to not be believable, right, as to to be believable, I suppose, then you'll go, oh, okay, well, that's got to be his real hair. It's just a bad style because nobody would actually wear that as a wig given how obvious it is. He accomplished that. Like, I saw Ken Burns. I'm like, well, Jesus, Ken. I mean, there's no effort being made here. That must be your real hair, which makes you a terrible, terrible decision maker when it comes to style. And then people are like, no, that's a wig. I'm like, well, no, come on. They can't, you can't do it that way. I mean, it's so over the top. So I don't know. He left me kind of like, uh, eh, I don't know.
0: It would be like showing up in the Bozo the Clown wig and just saying, hey, how you doing? Not calling attention to it at all. <laughs> is that his re- Did his he really do
1: really? that? Yeah. Uh, all right. So there was a. I wasn't planning on starting this way, but I credit to you guys who get in the chat early before we even start the show. You know, Troy Knoll is famous for this. He'll say, Good morning, Jeff and Tom. Good morning, Troy. Good morning, Troy. And uh, sometimes if I get here early enough or if I think about it, I'll enter into the uh, video portion of what we do for the Jeff Cameron show and I'll see that people have asked questions or they're saying hello or whatever. And if I have time, I'll be like, Hey, how's everybody doing? But, uh, this is good. There's two, there's two things here that I thought right off the bat. I'm like, God, people are intrigued. They want to know. Jeffrey writes, Jeff, this Daryl Jackson waiver thing is really getting me nervous. (laughs) And the reason I'm laughing is because I know what that feels like. I know where you're kind of like, you know, I, I, not for nothing, uh, it's been a minute. Are, are we going to... You know like how you've ever started that conversation? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like being
0: in line with you for a rental car. Correct. And, and there's a certain amount of people in the queue that can cause you to start looking around. And the moment you start looking around... You know it's coming. This is, You know, that's akin to this message in the chat. Mm-hmm. Come
1: on, man. It is the come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Tom has been with me more than everybody besides my family. Or things like that, where he can sense, oh, this is a Jeff's about to get. This. I play an I, over-under
0: game in my head. Yeah, yeah. Here just to it keep comes, myself entertained. Here it comes. All right, thirty-five
1: seconds. Yeah, over. How long until he mentions? He's this happy is, today. It's going to be over. Yeah. I've gotten better. Oh, world's better. World's better. Me in my thirties, it didn't take long at all to be like, what in the world? But now it's just kind of like, all right.
0: I'm. see a bunch of brake lights on the interstate coming home. <laughs> like I see them. You know, you might be switching the song, mm. and I'm thinking, mm, "Okay, fourteen and a half seconds before the GD bomb."
1: Yeah, and then there yeah, we go. He yeah, switches. that's usually how it starts. Gee, uh, dang again. it, <laughs> again! <laughs> uh, no, yeah, my wife knows when it's coming too. She'll reach over. It's a preemptive strike. She'll reach over and grab my arm. Like, I know, I know. That's what that's what she does. She just, I know this better be the mother of all accidents oh i've said that before there better be 52 people dead up here when we get up here strewn about the highway you know what do you know tom it was a flat tire (laughs) imagine that bunch of a-holes going down to look at a guy changing a tire because people are stupid with nowhere to be going northbound yeah are we going northbound tom no we're not (laughs) the old the old rhetorical question yes yes So Jeff, I get, I sense that in your question, these types of feelings that elicit that response from me, right? Jeff, the Daryl Jackson waiver thing is really getting me nervous. Any update on that? And if he doesn't get it, how does our depth chart look there without him? All right, so I'm right to feel that. I hear it in the question. That Mm -hmm. that like "Mm, it's a two part question. Yeah, this is a classic. You and me in the line going, well, you. You think they you could make this a little bit more efficient, you know? <laughs> that's what this mm-hmm. is, right? That's just a kind of a observation. Like, Boy, certainly not in a rush around here, are yeah, they? It's been twelve minutes. We haven't, uh, we haven't moved one spot, and that's all it is. It's just me, and you're like, oh, here we go. It's unraveling. It's unraveling <laughs> in-
0: internally. That's always been a pet peeve of mine, though, is that particular room car rental office, because uh, I don't know how many fields they have to fill in with the keyboard. It must be 750. A court stenographer doesn't type as much as a car rental agent. In
1: Spokane, Washington, at 4 a.m., I walked up to the rental car. 4 a.m. The airport is empty. I walked up to the guy, and he looked at me like I had three eyes. Can I help you? Well, uh, no, I just wanted to chat. <laughs> I wanted to hang out. I'd like a large pizza. Yeah. So I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I want to rent a car." And he's like, "Oh, I I did rent a car. I had already rented it. And I had done it before we flew Got out." My there. confirmation number. Yeah. I was like, hey, "I was like, yeah, here you go." And He's like, "Oh, hold on." And he's like, typing half an hour. Gee, what, are you, what are we doing? What, what could this possibly we be? Hold these truths. Yeah, there is nobody else here. I don't know the answer, Jeffrey. I'm worried about it as well. Oh, you are okay. I just recently started to enter into his level of, you know, it's about to be June. Like that hit me the other day talking about this team. Cause I think, and this leads me to the other answer to that question. I think he's vitally important. I think Florida state's a different team. If he plays hard, if he plays like he's trying to get a contract, which he should be, it is a contract year. This is it for you, man. You hate school. You don't feel like being in college. Everybody knows it. You've transferred 150 times. You just want to play professional football. Got it. Got it. I'm not blaming you. I got it. College ain't for you. You want to go make a lot of money because you're six foot five, 328 pounds, built like a blank house, you know, and you can, or brick blank house, and you can move. You're going to get paid. But you got to play hard. You got to keep it between the lines until then. And every day that we don't have that waiver approved is a day where he may doubt whether or not he's going to be able to play college football this year. And, you know, he's not exactly locked in in the process.
0: So, if you're wearing the legendary Joe Torrey Yankee cap right now where you're mm, managing personalities, managing personalities right you're now. worried about the dynamics of the room in this moment. I'm starting to get a little okay. concerned. All I, right. I, I'm
1: not panicking. No mashing of the button. There's no... And there's none of that going on. It's just sort of a,
0: hmm, you'd have thought
1: we'd, we'd have heard by now, guys. I'm just saying. Anybody else thinking that? That's the sound of you at the NCAA's desk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Hey, hey. I asked this three months ago. So I, I do, I do wonder, like, you know, this seems pretty straightforward. They seem to think it's pretty straightforward. The the way he practiced in the spring and the way the coaches talked about him as an addition and what they think he's going to be when you looked at the rotation suggests that most assuredly they think this is going to get approved. So for that reason, I suppose uh, I'm not panicking. But I bet you, and I'll find out, I mean, I can always just ask. I'm sure Coach Norvell is probably like, you know, what are we doing here? Let's go. Uh, so I, I, I'm curious. We'll we'll see if we get guys. If we get mid June, right after my birthday, Tom, then I will begin to really maybe maybe every now and again you'll just hear, and that that'll be representative oh. of like getting a little worried, getting a little worried. If if we get later in the month, it becomes two. I- if we get mid July, it's I just have a feeling you're going to be
0: doing that apropos of no inside information. It just seems like the NCAA likes to drag these things into camp. We've had that happen before. So I I think that it could be into July and you may be mashing that. You may have to take that to the ACC kickoff with you.
1: It's not ideal. Uh, If we get to the ACC kickoff and we haven't gotten this worked out yet, I, uh, I'm not saying that it, it means we're in trouble. It's just that you don't trust the NCAA. They never seem to be in a hurry to do anything. They make the wrong choices on the regular. They're forever untrustworthy. It's just, it's just, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Jeffrey, so I feel your pain on that. Think about something else. Get you some mac and cheese.
0: Were you to remove Daryl Jackson from the depth chart, how do you feel
1: about it? I don't it? like it, man. I think the depth chart's better, and they're going to be good, but they could be great with him. And I'm trying to win championships, and I keep going back to that point. We're already good enough without Daryl Jackson to win the ACC. We're good enough to be in a position where maybe you have an outside shot to make the college football playoff or something like that, maybe. But with him, man, you might make some real noise. You could dominate the ACC. You could win that conference. You could go into the playoff with the hope that you could win it. Like I think he's a, he's a great player, potentially. Now, somebody might say, and understandably so, well, Jeff, he wasn't great at Miami. Uh, we didn't see him at, really at Maryland. So what makes you think he's great? Because I'm looking at him, man. I watched the dude in the spring, and when he wants to play and decides to play, he's a freak. Nobody else looks like him. Nobody. He's different. He's the best defensive tackle we have when he cares that he's locked in and he wants to play. Now, that's not every day. That's not every day. But you know it's in there, and it needs – Listen, I don't care if he wants to play real hard against some of the bums on this schedule. I'd like him to play hard right. all the time. So
0: yeah, you don't need him to keep it between the lines for twelve games. No, or more like five, yeah, or six, yeah, at most. You got to be really good against LSU. You got to be really good against Clemson, it's maybe up to twice. You if you want the tape to say that you try hard <laughs> right, every week, right? Right. But I need you to no. try hard for six.
1: What I want from you is to kick ass against LSU, kick ass against Clemson, probably kick ass against Clemson in the rematch. Kick ass against Miami and Florida, and then whomever we play in the playoff. There you go. So, like, six or seven games out of potentially 14 or whatever. You got to you gotta give it to me. 50% of the time, can you do that? Come on, man. You can do that. So, uh, that is the thing that. You be jogging behind him into practice as his coach. Yeah. 50%. Just let's go. You. Just I need, need you. 50% effort. It's one of those weeks. Daryl, It's one of those weeks, baby. Let's lock it in. Yeah. I'm a realist. I'm pragmatic. I got it. You don't have to get all crazy for Syracuse, but I need you locked in this week, Daryl. This is the week. Come on. October, you could take a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be like Dennis Rodman during the Bulls run. You just end up in Vegas in the middle of the season for a week and a half. We're like, what is he? We're playing. We're playing games. What are we doing? He needed a break. Uh, Greg writes, Jeff, I think our offense will be elite in many, at many levels this year or on many levels this year. And I still go back to last year and uh, he's talking about thinking about how bad our kicker situation was. Horrible. And then he went on to say, still is. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I'd like a better situation a kicker as well. I'm hoping Etsu pulls this over the, into the good, good side. You know, They don't have to be great. They just can't be an albatross. You know, I felt like last year... That situation for a lot of games, you went into a game with an albatross. I mean, you knew you were like, "Man, really? I got to go for it every time we get inside the thirty because I can't trust this kid to make a chip shot. I got to go. I got. I got to do the math in my head. It's first and ten from the opposing forty-four. How am I calling this series? Well, it's four down territory because I'm not going to punt from here, and I can't trust my guy to kick. So, my third down call is made, presumably, that I'm going for on fourth down. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a a weird math to constantly have to do. It's tiring, it's exhausting, and it's also ridiculous. I think the situation has stabilized, but
0: it's never going to be a strength.
1: Well, not with the current... Right. Well, I I think
0: both combatants. I I just don't know that you could count on anything outside of a chip shot range, but I do believe it is stabilized to the point where the chip shot is going to be a chip shot. I
1: agree. He got it together really late and made some, you know, and we've seen him at practice make the yeah. 35 yarder without a problem. Right. So I, if that makes you feel better, guys. He is knocking those through pretty regularly. For the both most of them. part. For the most yeah, part. Yeah, he's not automatic now.
0: Correct. Ain't nobody's this not is to, not Aguayo 2013. We're no. never going to get there, but if you're stable enough that you know that if you get to a certain point in the field, a 14-point game, you can kick to go up three scores. That's yeah. what I need right there.
1: Yeah, and it's the little things that affect uh, games like that, man. It's it's just knowing that you can't trust that you're going to walk away with points during a critical possession at the end of a drive to reward the 12 plays you just put together to get here. It, it just weighs on you, man. That That is tough, and I, I feel like he called plays at times – strangely, you know, in that he was doing that math early on in games. You know, first quarter, I'm like, oh, man, we're already doing this. We're already doing this. I I don't like it. I don't like it. And it doesn't let you win the biggest games where you are, by definition, playing a team who is equal to your talent. And it's going to be close. And your ability to execute and get points whenever you're in the red zone is the difference in the game. You know, those games become about who turns it over and who doesn't and who is efficient in the red zone. If two teams are equal, they're going to go back and forth, back and forth. Do I score when I have a chance to score? There are only so many opportunities. i got to get points on the board, and i got to know my kicker can make a 42-yard field
0: goal. Well, It's the reason, red zone inefficiency, that Fabian Lovett was hurt. If you were efficient in the red zone, you have him for that stretch of three games, in all likelihood. In all likelihood, I don't think he gets hurt in subsequent games. You can never know. But you'd have a better crack at winning those three games against ranked opponents if Fabian Lovett is in the fold. Hell, the Louisville game, I think, looks fundamentally different because you're not getting it run right at you from the word go. But red zone inefficiency puts
1: you in a position where these things can happen, mm. and you had to get lucky. Yeah, you're you're alluding to the fact for people that don't know that because we couldn't put the game away for good against LSU, it meant that we ended up ha- twice, yeah, and we had to end up keeping. Two goal to goes with zero points. Mm-hmm. We had to end up keeping um, zero out on the field, so Fabian got hurt, and that's. that's... No bueno. Another guy who got hurt in that game is Mason
0: Smith. We're going to have to talk about that because apparently, and not today necessarily, I'm yeah. just saying in the lead-up, he's declared that he's good to go, fully healthy. Oh, yeah, and that no. kid was going to be a problem all game
1: long. Probably would have made a difference in that game. Uh, it was not lost on me that uh, that was a devastating turn of events for them. When I saw him hobble, now I'm not rooting for injury, mind you, but when I saw it happen, I went, oh, that's a shame. Maybe you want to go rest that. Come back next week. For the rest of this game. Yeah, yeah. Chef Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. What's up, guys? Our next partner that you're going to hear from is Athletic Greens. You've heard me talk about Athletic Greens in the past. Happy to talk about them again. I take Athletic Greens every day, and I gave them a try because certainly I wanted more energy, sustained energy. I wanted to support my immune system. I don't like taking pills and vitamins per se, and I wanted something that tasted good, too. And the first time I tried it, I was very surprised uh, it had an appreciable effect on my energy levels. And also, uh, over time, you'll note that it uh, it helps your skin, your hair, your nails. I don't have a lot of hair, but if I did, I bet I could feel that. I bet I could tell. It's a comprehensive health uh, habit, and uh, it is a, a powerful one at that. AG1 is great for recovery. Uh, that's Athletic Greens. And uh, I I take mine basically when I wake up every morning. I don't have to worry about it because you get all the nutrients that you want. It's the best way to ensure that you're going to get all of your vitamins. It's a carbon neutral business, by the way, if that's important to you. It is to a lot of people, and that's good to know as well. I would also note that uh, it is a comprehensive solution to what you need from a supplement routine. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D And five free travel packs right now with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash jcs. Helps me out, guys, if you use that. Not financially, but it lets them know that you heard this ad on my show. And I do take it, and I am vouching for them because I enjoy their product. It's athleticgreens.com slash jcs. Check it out. I think you'll note the difference in your life with a simple drink each and every morning to start your day. athleticgreens.com slash jcs. time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash With all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply i just cough for no reason these days just as part of getting old i, I hate it I mean, if you're over the age of 40, you just start coughing for no reason. It's Ridiculous. You know how, like, most of the time, people lament that they can't run as fast as they once did or they can't jump as high as they once did. Or that if they do try to run as fast as they once did or jump as high as once they once did, they pull a muscle. They tear their calf. Like, I hate that part of aging. But I don't think I hate that part of aging more than just the random coughing fits that came out of nowhere once I got into my 40s, and continue to worsen every year I get older. Just like you're standing in the supermarket, and you're looking at butter, and well, for no reason whatsoever. I used to look at old people that did that and be like, "What the hell is wrong with you? Get a grip! You got the immune system of a 12 year old girl. Can we get it together?" It used to drive me nuts. And now I'm that guy. And I can see everybody looking around. Like, Look at this guy. He'd be dead in a week. I'm sitting there just looking at cabbage. For no reason.
0: That is something that has always made me laugh and will always make me laugh. It, even when it happens and say, a golf tournament, and you hear in the background on the TV broadcast. Somebody you know, just... <laughs> yeah. They can't get it together. And they can't keep it together. can't keep it together. It could happen in a baseball booth. It could <laughs> happen in the press box. The it war. always makes me laugh. My mom used to slap me in the arm because when I was a kid, raised Catholic, going to a 7 a.m. mass, as I too often did. Mm. You would hear in Clearwater, Florida, countryside... Yeah. A lot of older people just hacking it up in the different pews. Even the Usher. Can't keep it together. Had a signature cough. Like that. Yeah. And you know he was there. Like, oh,
1: Marv is here. That's good. Glad to hear Marv's still alive. It's something, man. I mean, it comes out of nowhere. Happened just now during the Replacements bumper music. I was like, oh, good song. I'll let that play for a second because I'm coughing for no effing reason. David said, lay off the weed. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, it just is out of nowhere. It just... That's the problem with it. It's not like you uh, you know, you're just sitting here talking, we're having a conversation, and you're like, oh, I can feel this coming on. I better, you know, finish my point, get up and walk away, or whatever it might be. No, that's not how it happens. It's just like you're like, and I'll tell you another thing, Johnny. <laughs> it's crazy. Very frustrating. All right. <laughs> I wanted to get back to something and I forgot what it was. Now I'm mad at myself for for, for that uh Lengthy diatribe about coughing. Um, I think I think I know
0: what it is. And uh, is it that Daryl Jackson could be coughing like that because he's been in college football oh, in
1: seven institutions across fifteen years? No, it. Uh, <laughs> I understand people's concerns. Uh, they passed, by the way, the initiative in the ACC, uh, which. Allows for more money to be paid out to those who achieve on the football field. this makes no impact whatsoever uh, right. This doesn't change anything about FSU and Clemson's efforts to get the hell out of here at all. but just so you know, I guess they feel like you know they have to do something, and they have so we'll see and uh, it's uh success initiatives creating a new flow of potential revenue for ACC's big brands. This is D- David Hale. Now the hard part, being successful. Certainly would be ironic if Pitt and Wake end up collecting all that cash, is what he wrote. Now, I, you know, he's ch- chiding. Uh, they won't. They what, will not, David. That's what the ACC media loves
0: to harp on. Mm-hmm. Love to harp on it. Mm-hmm.
1: You yeah, know, that that won't happen. They've um, grown
0: into multimedia darlings. Pitt, and Wake, all these other schools. It's amazing how many eyeballs are on the sets when Wake Forest is playing Pitt, heads up. It's awesome. I think, um,
1: I, I think at the end of the day, you're going to see lots of measures taken, like this one, by the ACC, to suggest that they're working with the Clemsons and Florida States of the world towards a solution. And they may well be attempting to do that, but I do think it's a moot point. I don't think it's going to make... A significant difference in revenue increase for the teams that are successful, and in particular Florida State, let's say if they were to be successful, that is the goal, certainly. I don't I don't think it it's gonna make enough of a difference. If you make three million, four million, five million, seven million more, it isn't going to change the gulf, the chasm between what you're making and what schools and the SEC and the Big Ten are making. So you can read those stories, nod your head, and it's the uh, Christian Bale Kermit meme. The new Brandel Chamblee, Brad Faxon. Just That's right. It that was a great moment. The two of them just nodding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're Americans. For your country.
0: Playing for your country. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was great. It was awesome. I was like, bravo. This is riveting television. This is what you would want. The producers had to be like, yes. Um, it was It was fun. I, but, yeah, no, that'll be that, – that's it. It's just you and me nodding our heads going, great, good for them. Not going to change a thing. Um, and, and now we go from here. I had a conversation. I'll put it this way, and I got to be very careful here because this – my new concern or my new focus isn't on – it used to be, okay, when will Florida State – Ratchet up, not just the rhetoric, but the actions behind the scenes. The bite? Yeah. When will they position themselves to begin a process to leave this conference in earnest? And I would... my my, I wanted to hear and see those kinds of things. I wanted evidence that those kinds of things were happening. And then out of nowhere... Athletic Director Alfred, during a Board of Trustees meeting that was live on YouTube, decided to lay it on the table and let everybody know what they thought of that situation. Good, good, because we all knew it and we've all thought it and we've all talked about it amongst each other. But I wanted somebody in a position of real power who had the authority to do something and say something about it uh, to do so. Well, he did. He did. Okay, that was good. So from there, I wondered, okay, would they back it up? Would we see further evidence of how serious they are? The answer has been yes, pretty much around every turn. So from here, what I want to see is uh, something that hints to a timeline. And it's one thing to say, we know this is untenable. We know we can't be here. We know that something significant has to change for us to be able to compete for national championships and to survive in the current landscape. And to that end, I've I've placed calls and talked to people who, who have, um, to some degree, insight on this process. And, and let's just put it that way. How is Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC? <laughs> what's he up to these days? What did he tell you? No, but you know what's good is that you check in with these people and you ask them and you compare notes. You know, you're just kind of like, well, here's what I've heard and I talked to this booster and I talked to this administrator and I talked to this – But also people throughout the ACC. You want to talk to people who have connections to, say, another school in the ACC and start to ask them, like, well, what do they think about this? Or what are these – even schools that aren't with us on this, schools like, you know, Georgia Tech. Like, Georgia Tech is screwed. Nobody's talking about bringing them in the fold. Nobody's talking about helping them. They're done dealing. They're broke as a joke. They don't win anything and anything that matters at all. They are screwed. So, like, what do they do next? Who do they talk to? What do they say?
0: They're the emo kid at the Thanksgiving table watching the fight about oh, politics
1: yeah. and sports. They're sitting over there either, and just potatoes. Sitting there and watching back and forth, mm-hmm. watching it go. Right. So tech is like irrelevant athletically. And they're broke. And so it's like they if they were being honest with themselves, and I from what I'm told, they are. They would know, well, this is fruitless. I guess we'll stick around and try to collect as much as we can while we can. But, uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> some of our compatriots from a former life in radio <laughs> that are just riding it out. Yeah. Let's see how long
1: <laughs> this can go. So it's kind of like, you know, all right. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? There's going to come a day where they walk in and we're like, oh, the gravy train is no more. Now we got to go to where we've always been destined to play a big matchup against Furman in front of 30,000 people. And it'll be a whale of a game. And it beats the hell out of going into our own stadium, playing men against boys and losing 58 to seven every Saturday. I welcome our new overlords where competition is more evenly dispersed at Furman and places like it. It's a good crowd. Big matchup. 30 K big matchup between Georgia tech and, Western Michigan. Happy state. Hey, man. Great game against Western Kentucky. The Hilltoppers and Yellow Jackets getting after it this weekend in front of 15,000 strong. Worst things than going to Boone to play a football game? Oh, Boone's nice. Boone was nice way back when I used to go to Boone when I was in Johnson City. I used to drive on over to Boone on the regular. Uh, but yeah, man, that's like, that's a reality for a lot of programs at different Power Five schools where as you move forward, you realize, uh, We're not going to be a part of the the big plan. We're not going to be part of that big group. This the three twenty team conferences that remain. Just don't get grouped with Richmond. You will get destroyed. The spiders will beat that ass. Yeah. So it's like I, I those programs also play a role in expediting this. Like admitting, okay, well, when we all decide whether or not we're in or out, just so you all know we're out. We're out. Our long-term plans are not to compete with Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, Alabama, Florida State, Clemson, you name it, Ohio State, Michigan, USC. We can't. We know it. We've accepted it. Sucks. Things happen. Let's go over here and take on Furman. We got a shot. We got a shot against Furman now. They've got to do that too. We're only looking at us because we're up here with all those guys down there, got to get with the getting and understand time's up. Thank you for the direct deposit.
0: Georgia Tech, you don't have to thank us. It's bound by law. Yeah. Contract law. We just thought we'd
1: thank you nonetheless. Just appreciate, it. appreciate it. Very much so.
0: It's more than you know.
1: Yeah. I know, Georgia Tech. You just lost 56 to nothing to Wake. Never competitive. Which is why we're thanking you. Very, very much so. Yeah, so I I'll be fascinated to see uh, how that plays out as well. Um, big BC versus Liberty game, P Simpson. You're right, that's a, that's a hell of a game. Liberty will spank BC, but yeah, I just love the image of the Eagles against Liberty. That's something. I feel like Dave Clawson was the type of kid to get past a note in class, and he immediately goes and tells the teacher. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty
0: good, Daniel. That's pretty good. He'd be very efficient at getting to the teacher, though. Really?
1: He would be efficient. He would defy the odds. Like, if you'd mapped it out, you I didn't think they'd get there. That's pretty impressive. He got there quicker than I thought you could. He took a different route. You think he would hold the
0: note in his friend's hand for as long as possible before making a decision? What do I do? His friend gets uncomfortable.
1: Hold... I'll be so glad not to see that executed brilliance. It is. It's how they compete, and they do more than compete. They beat us way too many times. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. Stops this year. I'm going to remain consistent on this. I'm petty. I will run it up. If you have overstepped your bounds, don't understand who you are, then I'm going to put it on you when I get the chance. I got to beat you 56 to nothing and still throw in the fourth. I'm going to run it up resounding messages this year.
0: If you get the opportunity. And if you were the head coach, you would try to kick the pylon through the uprights
1: <laughs> after one of the touchdowns in the fourth quarter. There's your extra point. I would. Yeah, man. It's the classic. Why'd you go for two? Cause you can't go for three. That'd be me. I mean, I'm we're doing it. I'm telling Dave before the game. Don't, don't get behind. Don't get behind now. Starters are staying in all four. All Wait. four. I'm
0: throwing. Testy exchange moments before the game today between the two head coaches. You don't often see
1: that. But- I would do the handshake, pull them close before the game. About to beat your ass. Unmercifully. You better keep your starters out there. I'm going to run it up. I'll on sides this thing up 38. As you Walk away. You know it's coming, Dave. <laughs> you yes. know what's coming. Yeah. It's going to get ugly. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. <music> Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Just, a just placed the bet during the break. Gonna We're going to ride and die with Denny McCarthy this week, Tom. A little Denny McCarthy action at the Charles Schwab, just so
0: you know. NASCAR?
1: <laughs> no.
0: Denny McCarthy sounds more like a NASCAR driver than a... PGA Tour sound like a guy who's
1: winning Jeff some money at the Charles Schwab <laughs> this weekend is what he's going to sound like. Some other guys that are worth circling this week, uh, depending on your roster, perhaps a little Brendan Todd action. Pretty
0: pretty solid selection for the Charles Schwab. So what you're telling me is this is a designated event this week. Got Danny McCarthy and Brendan Todd.
1: No, actually, Scheffler's at this event. So is Tony Finau. So is Colin Morikawa. So is Jordan Spieth. So is, Whoa. yeah, you know, there's plenty of stars. there. They must represent Schwab in some way. Um, Tommy Fleetwood's there. It, it's it's actually a, a good field. Um, for whatever reason, it usually is. I don't know why. I think they like this event. I think they like the course, and I think it pays well, and it's in Texas, so it's, you know, good times. Um but all the Texas guys say yes, so Spieth always says yes, and Scheffler says yes, and guys like that. But um, but it's, of course, for the Chris Kirks of the world as well, and you can get them on the cheap. You can get them on the cheap, man. That's three names. Hope you wrote them down, people. There you go. I get a lot of people who ask me about that every week, and I always forget to just float it out there to you. I gave you three, because it's too easy for me to tell you to take Scotty Scheffler or Justin Rose or... Tony Finau or any of those guys, of course, you know that already, but that's not what wins these things. When you're betting, when you're making models, when you're deciding to win bets uh, in DraftKings lineup or any of those types of endeavors, everybody else has those guys too. So you have to win with the $6,000 guys and the $8,000 guys and the $7,000 guys, not the ten and $11,000
0: guys. You know,
1: my one hope is that next time, and I'll always check this now,
0: but if you hear your boy say that he's going to play Sunjay M and he played in the Korean Open, just let him know. Let your boy know.
1: I forgot. And when you did it later on, I realized it. And I went, oh, he's screwed. I, uh, I Yeah, that's a toughie. Like, took a whooping. Well, you knew after day one it was over. Y- yes, I did. Yeah. And, and 80 it. will do that. hmm Yeah. He had just played in the Korean Open. And while you admire him mm-hmm. for doing so, and he won it. Um, you admire him for doing it, but then he was flying in literally the day of the the day before the event, (laughs) 12 hours before his tea time jet lag from halfway around the world. (laughs) Good luck with that. Oh,
0: by the way, the conditions are tough. In fact, that's a, that's actually a pretty impressive 80 since he didn't see the
1: course. Yeah. (laughs) I definitely not Scott, not going to chant sec sec during games. Once we join the conference. You know, oddly, oddly, I've gotten to where I want to join the conference, and this is what he wants me to think, and it's what he wants in the terms of a response, partly just because I want to have opportunities to to piss off Paul Feinbaum, and just because at every turn for the last 15 years before he was even known by people, when he was just local in Alabama, he was a guy that... Hated Bobby Bowden, hated Florida State, hated Florida State. Now that's one guy that in particular you can say absolutely does. That is real. He does hate Florida State. He wants no part of them in the SEC. It's gonna hurt his feelings if we get an invite to the SEC. He would campaign against us joining the SEC. That's fine. I mean, I don't want to spend a lot of time on I this. I don't I'm know just... anything about the Bowden days with him. Oh yeah. He no no respect. I'll I'll go back and find old articles. He's no, huh. he's he's a He's a hater. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You
0: don't usually buy into that type of thing. So Not that's at why all. I find that remarkable. No, normally I don't.
1: I've had conversations with Paul. He's, I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't like Florida State. That's all there is to it. He hasn't said, "Hey Jeff, I hate Florida State," but I mean, he's made it pretty obviously known. I mean, um, Paul, how are you? I hate Florida State. How are you? <laughs> I think there are other programs he's not in love with either, but I—it's I, just that's that's fine. Everybody's got teams they love and hate, whatever. But don't give us an extra thirty or forty mil. Paul. Oh, that's what—that's what he knows. Mm-hmm. We're already
0: in the conversation this year, running up a huge deficit against these other programs, and we are in that conversation, and we deserve to be. For as much as I,
1: you know, kind of roll my eyes. At the vast majority of mouth breathing SEC fans, I will say that there's another aspect to that. The other side of the coin is that the venues are spectacular and the passion is welcomed. We're that kind of passionate, meaning love our program, love our team, show up for games, build big stadiums, compete at the highest level. That is something we share uh, with SEC uh, fandom programs, athletic directors, you name it, in that history, it's, it's something, and also geographically, which we know, which is why the answer has always been, look, you don't have to love them. And I've never understood the waving the conference flag thing. I mean, I don't care about any other team in this conference, in the ACC. I want them all to suck. I only want Florida State to be good. I hope every team we play sucks to high heaven every year. Don't care about them. In fact, I kind of have disdain for them. They're the competition. Don't like them. I would never be like, oh, got to pull for the ACC here. No. Only if it helps your standing in if, a 50-50 argument. Anything yeah. that helps us, it's all
0: about what helps yeah. us. That would be the thing. See, I don't trust the kids. So I think, you know, when we sign the deal to get into the SEC, I think there needs to be a provision for the university, which is that during student orientation. It is taught to every way. Yeah, you don't kids. chant SEC. We don't do that here. Not here, no. And that is a part of orientation, and it should be, uh, what do they call that, university charter, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. code of conduct, <laughs> whatever. Right. It needs to be a rule that it must be taught.
1: So competing things can be true simultaneously, all that. You know, it happens all the time. I mean, I, I, I will tell you that I would love to go to a game, and I've been to a game there, but I'm saying as, as Seminoles, I would love to go to a game in Knoxville. Love to go to a game in Tuscaloosa. Love to go to a game in Athens. Love to go to a game in Baton Rouge. Would love to go to a game uh, at the Grove at Ole Miss. I'd love to go. You know, these would be a lot of fun. These would be destinations for away games that, I mean, we would absolutely embrace and enjoy.
0: Yeah. And you've lived here for how long? How many years now? Uh, 91 is when I got here. 32 years. Yeah. I've been here 17 years in Tallahassee. This is where the bias kicks in. As a citizen of this city, somebody who will always hold Tallahassee near and dear to your heart. Yeah. Just like Palm Harbor or Clearwater or, right. you know, Brooklyn from where my family came from. I want this city to do as well as possible. Because sometimes, mm-hmm. too often, the university takes the action to Orlando or Jacksonville or Atlanta yeah. and robs the opportunity Don't from that. the businesses of this town. Now you get the SEC here, and it's a windfall for the city. That would be humongous. The Big Ten would bring some, more than the ACC, but not nearly as much as the SEC would in terms of revenue. Other sports beyond football, people would get in their trailers and come on down here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man, I would have a blast. And even some of the sorrier programs in that league or the sorriest programs in that league still feature cities that are – I mean, look, you, you get to go to Nashville? Yeah, man. I'm in. Let's go. I love Nashville. You get to go to Nashville for a win. You're going up That's there. That's an automatic you're win going and you to, get to win. enjoy the city. So we're gonna have yeah. a good time. There's no pressure here. Here here the one thing I will say, uh I, I I haven't been to Nashville in the last ten years, and I've heard it's it's become a little bit um overcrowded. It, but I don't care. I mean, there's tons of live music. I'd have a blast. Americana all the way through. I'm in. Let's go. Let's have a good time. Be like going to Austin. A lot of people in Austin are tired that keep Austin weird is not happening. Austin's beginning to be more mainstream and boring I, and overcrowded.
0: I fear for the Spider House. That place was so weird, and I can't be anymore. I can't imagine. Yeah,
1: right. So you know that's like, that stinks, but um, I still want to go and visit and enjoy aspects of those cities, even as they wither away from their uniqueness uh, and and have fun there. It would be it, there's enough there that's still in place that uh, historically speaking, that you'd have a good time. And it's like when we went to New Orleans, you know, I, I wanted to go to Baton Rouge instead of New Orleans. But there's a lot to do in New Orleans. I'll be there next month. Um, but it's it's why will you be there? It's My birthday weekend, Tom. Oh, birthday. weekend being be in New Orleans. You celebrate birthday weekend Tom? Uh, every now and again. <laughs> I don't I don't look forward to it year round or anything like that. It just happens to be just comes up. Other people are really looking forward to celebrating my birthday. So you got to go along with it. Hour number two, fourth coming. Stay with.